0: Morning everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee?
1: Well, let's start with opening, not opening. Miami Dade says they are not planning to reopen the beaches anytime soon. So the mayor there has made has not made an announcement on how and when they'll reopen, but he did say during a virtual town hall, opening beaches is not in the works at all. So that's not happening anytime soon. You said that's weird. It, that's Miami-Dade. So Miami Beach, all of that, is uh, not going to be open. They, I'm confused. Anytime I
0: thought the other day they said all exactly. Florida beaches were open. That, that wasn't true? That was
1: in Jacksonville.
2: Oh, just Jacksonville. Jacksonville.
1: Okay. They, they recommend that beaches in Miami-Dade not reopen at this time. Okay?
2: We know, different um, places in Florida look at different places in Florida with the same disgust that a lot of other people do. So Miami kind of looks down on Jacksonville. Miami looks at Jacksonville and says, oh, the ghetto. You know? So I I get it.
1: Uh, Now, certain businesses in Georgia can reopen at the end of the week, according to the governor, Brian Kemp. Here
3: he is. Well, I can tell you I don't give a damn about politics right now. These are tough decisions, but we also got to think about the effects on our economy and on these individuals from a mental health perspective, from a physical health perspective, and literally for people being able to put food on their tables. And I believe that this measured approach has got us to the time to trust our people, to keep going after and beating this virus, but do it in a way that is responsible. It's very so hard to trust here Brian Kemp
1: can open on April 27th. Uh, They think that some businesses can reopen as early as Friday, like gyms, fitness centers, bowling alleys, body art studios, barbers, Mm -hmm. hair and nail salons, estheticians. Now, he did also say that this will likely increase cases of coronavirus, but he said that they're better prepared than they were over a month ago. They have the hospital bed capacity and the community knowledge and a lot of things in place.
2: It's too soon, man. Very, very important food. to note, too, that Governor Brian Kemp didn't even know that asymptomatic patients could spread the disease a couple of weeks ago. So I don't know how much he knows about the virus now. I do say this. I hope Georgia, um, I hope they reopen, and I pray nothing goes wrong. I pray that they can handle it because if they do and things go right, that would be a test for uh, a lot of the rest of the country. So Yeah, I think it's too soon, That's bro. I think, yeah. I think it's too soon. It's very
0: dangerous to be playing with people and not honestly know and not have a vaccine. That thing has spread like wildfire like it did before. And we'll be back in the same situation. It's too soon.
1: Well, the governor of South Carolina is allowing some businesses to reopen. So that's going to be starting today. Retail departments, sporting goods stores, flea markets will be allowed to open at 20% capacity. Businesses in Tennessee are allowed to reopen on May 1st, according to the governor there. In Illinois, the governor is considering reopening parts of the state on a regional basis. And the Jacksonville mayor, as far as reopening the beaches, has said the community is responding well to guidelines and therefore, even though uh, that governor, Lenny Curry, I mean, that mayor, Lenny Curry, did draw criticism over the weekend for reopening the beaches too soon. He said he has been in constant contact with law enforcement and mayors who have been strong in the face of national, international news running sensational headlines without understanding our city.
2: So question are all those other states are they talking like governor kent meaning that are, are they saying things like the hospitals can handle it or they have the, the necessary things in place to handle cases rising are, are, are do they do they feel that way?
1: Um they haven't said it in that way. <laughs> mm. They haven't said we expect more cases. I think the goal is to not have more cases, I would say, but
2: But it's impossible though. Like if you if you seem possible. If if you send anybody well, out there cases,
1: no, I wouldn't say you would want to increase cases. You want to keep them down, I would assume. It's impossible,
2: though. That's what, that's what Brian Kim said. Brian Kim said, you know, he expects an increase in cases, but he said they have the capacity to handle it. So that's what I'm saying. Are, are, do the other states feel that way, too? Because if you're putting people out there with such a contagious disease, it's going to be an increase in cases. Absolutely. So, and there so, is so, no it,
0: cure, there's no vaccine. So you're playing with people's lives, saying, no, we'll be able to handle it. No, some people's bodies can't handle it. You have a lot more deaths. Don't play with, people, with people's lives. Yeah, I don't All right. Know well, that.
1: that is your front page news.
0: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Love
1: to hear what you think if you live in one of those places. Get it off your chest.
0: 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is
4: your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from
0: you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Angel, hey Angel, get it off your chest. Hey, Angel.
5: Hey guys, good morning. I'm good morning. Good morning. The battle last, the battle last night.
2: Uh huh. What you I thought?
5: Think that, I think that it was. I really enjoyed it. Like I had a good time. I was catching them all. but uncle Teddy could have left that Foxy Brown song and that JV song because on the solo he played. Remember the time. I was like, Game under. I
0: think the I think "Remember the Time" was gonna be his last joint, though. But Foxy Brown is a classic. That's a smash. Yeah, the I would definitely that. i have left out the whole
1: yeah. though,
2: but Foxy was a smash. Yeah, I didn't expect him to get a round off Foxy, but he did. I wouldn't have played the Jay Z record either, though. Exactly. I think they might have
1: their own favorites too. So said
2: who? What? I don't think nobody. I mean, me personally, I don't think nobody won. I think it's a matter of preference, you know. I, um, I think Babyface I, I think, got it. I don't see how you can say that. I don't see enough rounds going to either one of them to say that there's a, a decisive winner. A lot of those songs could have been draws. A, a, a lot of those songs could have went either way. I think they were it, man.
0: The last I four out of was, five songs was strictly, it was straight went to Babyface. I think Babyface got it. The, the last four part. out of five? I think like four, like four out of five songs, yeah. So you're telling
2: me, okay, let's look at these. So last four out of five. One, two, one two, three, Okay, five, so. Two, three. Yeah, my, my, my. Like, my. He played it dangerous. It baby we got Mama, Mama, Red Light Special. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I get at the
2: I get at the face. It's Superwoman. I get at the face. Rump Shaker Rump could sh- be a draw, or you could give it to Teddy. At, I get at the t- I get I give it to Teddy, but it could be a draw. And I make love to you. I get at the face. Yes, that's four out of five. The last four no, out of five no, with no, no face. No, no, no diggity versus the uh, Whitney Houston. That was the last song. Well, I, well
0: we don't know get what, get what the, last, the last song is. I, you know, I, I think I get at the Teddy to remember. You know, we don't know what the last song was, but the last songs that they battled... Four out of five went to babyface. I think babyface. Yeah, what, what do you think, Mama? What about the other fifteen, we can go. We can go back and forth. A lot of them were tied, but the last four out of five was, the, I, in my in my opinion, the deciding factor because it was I, it I was pretty the, close until the last four out of five, and he just smashed.
2: I think it, it was a. I think it was a draw.
0: Hello, who's this? Good
5: morning. This
2: is Chanel. How you doing, Radio Family? Good morning. Hello, hello, uh, Radio Family.
0: Get it off your chest, Mama.
5: Um, everyone is talking about getting back down the economy, but you know you, you choose your own battle. If you want to go out there and expose yourself, it's your it's, it's on you. Because I would take the same precautions. You don't have to jump out there into the stores. You can still caution yourself. Everyone's like, oh no, he's opening up. The, I'm in South Carolina. Our governor is opening up stuff today. That is true. And it's a minimum how many people in the store. Are you going to have a designated person at the door to dictate how many people coming in and out? They haven't been doing it, so it's not going to be any difference. So to me, you're just putting people out there. You're putting yourself out there, actually. You can stay in the house. You can continue to quarantine yourself. I'm a police officer. The most What they're not talking about is all the domestic stuff that's going on. We get more mm-hmm. cases of that than we do with this corona. It is ridiculous. We have had so many child abuse, domestic and stuff going on. I mean, eleven calls in one night. So it's just yeah. Time. I've been hearing Evening that. What it is? It is really yeah, terrible. I mean, and I mean, I've been out here since two o'clock this morning, and I'm still going. So everybody mm. needs to choose their own vitals and think about what your decision is. Not with them. the mayor
1: can't pick your choices
5: for you. You pick your own.
1: Protect yourself. That
5: is very true. That's all
1: I tell That you. is a nightmare to be locked in the house. It is. With an it abuser.
5: Is. It is. It is. All my turn. I'm sorry, there's more abuse going out here. And when I say 11 cases in one night, not even that is the children. Mm -hmm. These children are crying to get out of the house. The little boy told me just yesterday, can you just please take me to school? Because my daddy don't bother me when I'm at school. How does that feel? Oh, that mercy. That's awful. And I just, it's really sad. And people just give me the corona, corona, corona. It's not just the corona. I mean... Everybody's talking about corona. What about these other people's lives? It's really serious out here. These people got to understand it is really serious. And I give all you blessings to stay inside and protect your own families. Don't be listening to what the mayor say. You Absolutely. your own life.
0: Absolutely. I
1: have blessings for all you all. Y'all be safe and take care. Be safe.
0: All
2: right. Thank, Thank you.
1: Thanks for your work. That gives you a whole other perspective on what's going on in some people's households.
2: Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Like, my my, my, mm-hmm. my attorney friend in South Carolina was like, yo, that was early. He had, like, six cases already. And this was, like, early, early in the quarantine. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent,
0: hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling.
6: Hey, what you doing, man?
7: I'm telling. I'm
6: calling, calling you.
4: This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad. We're blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this? You. What's good, Envy? What's up,
0: Trav? What's going on? Uh,
6: ain't nothing much. What's going on, you? E?
1: Hey, Trav.
6: How you doing, boo?
1: I'm good, boo. How are you?
6: I'm doing good. What's going on, Char?
2: Hey, sis. I feel like you're about to say something stupid doing? and young. But go ahead.
1: Hi, How you doing, my mom?
6: You good, sis? Yeah, Mama, Are you talking to you, Charlamagne?
2: Are you talking to me? Oh, you never called me Mama yes. before. That's a new one.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I'm calling to talk about. So, actually, you you have brought yes. this up like maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I had saw um, Timbaland and Swift talking about Dr. Dre and Diddy, and I honestly think that a better matchup would be Missy versus Diddy, not only for the music, yes. just personality wise, this energy wise. Just like being on live together wise, and I just feel like Dr. Dre gonna be like, he's gonna need a lot of help. He's not gonna be as entertaining as Missy versus
1: Diddy. Mm-hmm. I want to see some what? of our women represent like crazy. Also, Missy Elliott has some crazy back catalog, We you know, with her own crew. Favorite, and then
2: right? like, you need to see like, Diddy and Dr. Like, Dr. Dre. That's it's that's cold cold the matchup. And, it's cold and that FYI Why do they gotta be entertaining? Why can't they just let the music talk?
0: Yeah, why Dr. they gotta Dr. be uh,
2: and Diddy both will be
0: amazing. I it, it just helps. Just their it history just and everything. It, I think yeah, that's the battle. Helps.
6: We 500,000 people watching you. Just helps to also have some type of entertainment. There's some type of back and forth, you know, going back and forth. And not the type of entertainment like Teddy Rowley. Like, this is epic fail type of entertainment. Oh, my God. Well, Dr. But Dre, it if, watch if, your mouth. if it's a
1: draw and then somebody gets you way more hype about their song, it might make you lean towards something.
6: Yeah, I don't like amazing. stuff like that. He's a legend. He's a team. But Missy and
2: Diddy would be better. But all right, y'all. Dr. Dre yeah. was on uh he, he actually FaceTimed uh, Teddy last hey, night Ronnie, on the yes, line. And he said he's not he's not interested. He said he don't know if he's interested or not. He said he don't think this is for him. I think they should
0: do it, man. I think that'd be great. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, yeah.
1: Yes, let's talk about this Michael Jordan documentary and the numbers that it did in the first night that it came out, the two parts.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Is so listen up. Nah,
1: nah, nah, nah. Yes, Michael Jordan still putting up those big numbers. Now let's talk about the last dance, the first two parts of his highly anticipated docu series on ESPN. Now it aired on ESPN and ESPN two on ESPN alone, it broke all kinds of records. It drew five point seven million with the sec- uh, and the second episode followed with five million. But combined on both networks, it averaged six point one million viewers. That's huge numbers for that for ESPN. Absolutely. Now the series won't net him any money because he's actually going to be donating all that money to charity. So all of the proceeds that he will receive, which is estimated to be around three or four million dollars, will be going to charity.
2: So remember those numbers in 20 years because we will uh, pull them up and compare them to LeBron James documentary when his comes out 20 years from now. That's just the way we are huh. as a people.
1: All right, now Idris Alba is uh, under the gun from people, and that is for saying that we should quarantine a week every year. Listen to this.
8: I think that the world should take a um,
2: week of quarantine every year just to remember this time, remember each other.
0: Other species use it, it's called hibernation, but it does remind you that the world doesn't tick on your time. Yeah, I didn't understand why everybody was so mad. No, like, I don't I, see the problem. With what I, I don't understand, like, you know, the the fact that this happened, the fact that we lost so many people, but the fact that it brought a lot of families closer. So, I mean, I, I didn't see why people were so upset with what he said.
1: Well, I take us- experience for, it's not a great experience for everyone. It's great yeah, if you're staying I, in a really nice home, if you're still getting paid, if you're comfortable, but it's a nightmare for some people. So I guess yeah. for the people who are going through it, they said nobody wants to be reminded about the coronavirus. It just Elvis needs to take his own ad- advice. And, you know, some people agreed, And I, I think you would agree if you're comfortable and you're not going through some type of tragedy. But if you are, it's not a great time.
2: Yeah, but I, I think um I, I, I take what he's saying as, you know, isolation is a form of self-care. You know, sometimes you do need to disconnect. Sometimes you do need to just be with your family. You do just need to be Absolutely. away from everybody for a week. I, I do it all the time. I, so I, that's what I took from it. And then I also thought yeah, that, you know, the fact that they, they said it healed said the earth. Af-
1: some they some said it was healing the earth. Some people were on Twitter saying, get a grip. People can't afford to just stay at home for a week. And some people do have to work and make money. Some people were saying, "Do you think those poor people who live in tower blocks with sick kids running crazy would want to do this? You fool. So listen, oh, if God. you're having a struggle right now, it's not fun. <laughs> and oh, listen, he some people see the glasses
2: u- happen. some people some people are just pessimists, and they will see a well, problem in every solution, everything. like you can't you can't even argue with people like that.
1: I think it depends on your situation. Like we had the police officer call this morning and talk about all the domestic violence calls for those people. Remembering coronavirus time is a nightmare and they might not want to do something like that. So it just all depends on your situation. All right. Now, Birdman has offered to pay the rent for New Orleans residents. He said, I would like to offer to pay everybody's rent for the month of May for those who are in need and residents area of uptown New Orleans where I was born and raised at. And he said, "I would like to support us and accomplish this." And he also shouted out Q93. Shout out to our girl Uptown Angela. He wants them to help out. He spoke with Angela as well, and he said our mayor will help support this cause, Mayor Cantrell. And also, he wants to thank the hospitals on the front lines risking their life to save lives. I want to thank everybody that works with the Gladys and Johnny Foundation and my company Cash Money Records. So he's that. That's a blessing. That.
2: Mm-hmm. Dropping the clues bombs for Bird, man. That's a blessing.
1: Yeah, coronavirus isn't a fun time for people who can't afford to pay their rent. So I'm sure, you know, again. Um, Now, Dwayne. Y'all know that's not what Idris
2: meant, though. No, he wasn't talking about that. We got to stop doing that. Like, we know Idris didn't mean it like that. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about people. I
1: know it's not. I know it's not what he meant, but I think that it is also important to be empathetic to people who aren't in a great situation like you are, who aren't comfortable living in a nice home. I think nice he home, was empathetic.
0: I think he was looking it from a different angle from people, mm-hmm. mental health and for people staying together as a family Absolutely. and helping his country. As far as they said, the pollution rates are down and all that other stuff. That's how I think he was looking at. I don't think he was looking at it like, oh, hey, if you ain't got no money, stay in your in your in your shack. No, that, that was not I don't think that's what he w- he meant by at all.
1: Well, he also, he said that he was talking about, like, hibernation, how some am- animals hibernate.
2: He's right. So, your, th- your therapist tells you that all the time. Your therapist will tell you to disconnect. Your therapist will tell you to just take time to yourself. Your therapist will tell you to get away for a couple of days. Like, they got mental health breaks at job. Yes, 100%. All
1: right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
0: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front-page news. What are we talking about?
1: We are gonna talk about certain states are gonna be reopening and certain counties in those states will give you some of the breakdowns on who's planning to reopen soon.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh-huh. Morning everybody, up, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, ye?
1: Well, Donald Trump is temporarily suspending immigration into the United States. He said he will sign an executive order doing that as a nation is battling the health and economic effects of coronavirus. He said it's done in the light of the attack from the invisible enemy or the coronavirus pandemic and to protect U.S. jobs. All right. And as we're talking about coronavirus, let's talk about certain places that they are saying can reopen. Now, certain businesses in Georgia can reopen at the end of the week, according to the governor, Brian Kemp. Here's what he said.
3: Well, I can tell you, I don't give a damn about politics right now. These are tough decisions. But we also got to think about the effects on our economy and on these individuals from a mental health perspective, from a physical health perspective and literally for people being able to put food on their tables. And I believe that this measured approach has got us to the time to trust our people to keep going after and beating this virus, but do it in a way that is responsible. Yeah, that makes he me said, "I believe."
1: He said, I believe we'll be able to stay on top of it. If we have an instance where a community starts to become a hotspot, then you know I'll take further action. But right now, feel like we're in a good spot to move forward.
0: Yeah, that makes me hard feel to nervous, trust- man.
2: Yeah, it's just hard to trust Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp didn't even know that asymptomatic patients could spread the disease. So I don't know how much he knows about the virus now. So yeah, that that makes to-
0: me nervous, man. I, I don't think they know what they're doing. They're just doing it for the money, which I understand, but there's a lot of people that's going to be that, that's going to die. There's going to a lot of people's going to be killed by this not- because they're opening up for the money and and a lot of those are the are, are elderly.
2: Now, I would t- I, t- I agree with you, but just to play white devil's advocate, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a say, okay, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say they've been studying this for the past few weeks every day. They Bro. know more about it than us. You know Bro. what I mean? And I think one of the biggest issues that we faced with Corona was the healthcare system simply couldn't handle it. You know, it's just not enough beds. If, if they say they got it under control, maybe they do. Bro, they I doubt don't. it. It's like
0: playing Russian roulette with your body. You don't know how your body's going to react to this. They don't know. Just a couple of days ago, they said we had to wear masks. Like, they're figuring this out every day. And not to play with old elderly you still people. You got to wear
2: masks, though. Like, right, like when, when they reopen Georgia and stuff like that, it's still going to be social distancing rules in place, and you still got to wear masks and all of that. Bro, yeah, they're, they're they talking about restaurants, theaters, private social clubs, restaurants,
0: barbershops. Like, you're not wearing a mask in a private social club. You're not wearing a mask to get a haircut. You're not wearing a mask to certain... Are a, you a, crazy... Lot of
1: But you do have to follow social social distancing guidelines and you do have to screen employees for illnesses and all of that. So, like in South Carolina, the governor is allowing some businesses to reopen, but uh, they'll be open, for instance, retail stores, sporting goods stores, department stores, flea markets. They open at 5 p.m. Uh, They opened yesterday at 5 p.m. And they they opened at 20% capacity or five people per 1,000 square feet. So... They're just trying to make sure that they do it kind of slowly to get back into business.
2: And masks about to be the new thing. I'm not talking about them N95 masks. You see all these designer masks they already got out? They already got Versace masks, Gucci masks, Louis masks. These niggas are going to have their masks on.
1: All right, well, businesses in Tennessee are allowed to reopen on May 1st, according to the governor, Governor Bill Lee there. And so he said our economic recovery group is working with industry leaders around the clock so that some businesses can open as soon as Monday, April 27th. These businesses will open according to specific guidance that we will provide in accordance with state and national experts in both medicine and business. In Illinois, the governor is considering reopening parts of the state on a regional basis. And Jacksonville, the mayor there, has said that it was successful reopening the beaches, According to the mayor there, Lenny Curry, the community is responding well, and he's been in constant contact with law, contact with law enforcement and mayors who have been strong in the face of national international news running sensational headlines without understanding our city. So he said the limited beach reopening is the first step in returning back to normal.
2: I just hope that all of these states' healthcare systems can handle it. I just hope that their hospitals don't get overran, overcrowded. Like that's the, to me, that's the biggest. That's the biggest issue. If they say they can handle it, we about to see. Because we don't believe you. I, I don't.
1: All right. Dr. Anthony Fauci is also talking about Major League Baseball. They could play with fans in stands. He reiterated that they would have a shortened season with games played in one or a handful of cities without any fans. But then another version of his plan would limit the number of fans in a stadium, seat them spread out to observe oh, social right. distancing rules, and make sure that they are wearing masks.
2: See, is it dangerous or not? Because the way y'all see, <laughs> two weeks ago, everybody had to stay home or we see? die. That's and what i was saying. Like, go to baseball games, the barbershop Nobody goes, knows. Which one is it? Okay. You can't be playing with my emotions <laughs> like this. Right? Nobody Let me know knows. If we're going outside or if we're not going outside. Okay. We're we halfway. We're we halfway. See, we we have, one foot in the house, one foot outside. we confused. <laughs> so we're doing the hokey pokey. Yes. Didn't we just have much. Dr. Fauci on last week and Dr. Fauci said that if they did bring back sports, it would be with no crowd? Now. Four days later, he was just on Friday. We just had him on.
0: Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. This thing changes so much. They don't know. Right now, it's just a money grab. They're trying to get money back into the system, but you're going to wind up killing a lot of people.
1: All right. Now, another issue people are having is calls to poison control centers. Those calls have skyrocketed, and that's because of cleaning products. People are cleaning everything, and they're having exposure, reported exposures because of that. So, exposure among children under the age of five consistently represented a large percentage of total cause. For instance, a preschool-aged child became dizzy, then hit her head on the floor after she ingested an unknown amount of hand sanitizer. She was taken to the hospital and had a high blood alcohol level, three times the legal limit of driving.
3: She was an
1: intensive care. Yes, a second case involved a woman who soaked her produce by filling her sink with bleach, vinegar, and water. After hearing on the news she should clean her groceries before eating them, that combination created toxic gla- gas chlorine, and she could not breathe after that and had to call 911 and get oxygen therapy. So she's fine. She recovered, but it's a lot of calls now to poison control centers.
2: Yeah. So basically, we scare, we're scaring ourselves to death. Like, we're so in our heads. We have so much anxiety around you know catching coronavirus from You know, things being on surfaces that we're actually killing ourselves behind it. Yeah, and I I understand it. I
0: understand it because we're so scared that we're making out. We have all these things in our house now. We're not putting it back up and our kids are getting to it. I put some hand sanitizer in my three-year-old's hand the other day. uh, This was about three weeks ago. And the first thing she wanted to do was smell it and touch her face with it. And it almost went in her eye. And I had to grab her hand fast because they don't know and you have to train them and explain it to them. But we, I have so many things around the house, wipes, sprays, and all that. You got to be extra,
2: extra careful when you got young kids. I let the record show. My um, cord came out my headphone, and so when I put it back in, all I heard them say was, she wanted to put it in her face and touch it. And I was like, what? That's what I heard.
0: I was talking about Whoa. my three-year-old, sir.
2: What were you talking about, though?
0: Then forget it. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, phone lines are wide open. Let's talk for a little bit. 800-585-1051. Last night, Babyface, Teddy Riley, over 4 million people were checked in to watch that battle. What did you think? Really? Who won? Let's talk about it. Hmm?
1: And I saw Four a lot million? of people wow. had to watch on their 400,000, <laughs> over 400,000. But, but I saw, saw a lot of people million. had to watch. Oh, all together, probably. All together.
0: Right? It said over 4 million. Swissbeat said over 4 million people checked in. Mm-hmm.
1: So they actually told you you had to go on your laptop. A lot of people were having issues trying to log on to watch it. So, you know, that's how many people were on.
0: Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't actually check it out on the phone. It was freezing. So I had to uh, download Google Chrome. And then when you when you pop it, when you
1: (laughs) to go through a lot, right? I had to
0: go through a lot last night to watch it. I didn't really get in until I think the end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round. But it was, it was well worth the wait, man, and, and, and it was a great battle. But let's talk about it. Who won? 800 585 I think Babyface won. Uh, I, I don't think it was. I, I don't see how you can say that. He, he The last four out of five, Babyface took, and I think a lot of last the other ones, of, I think last Babyface. Last three out of
2: five. Went. Last three out of five, Babyface.
0: Four out of five, bro. We'll bro. Go, we'll three out of
1: five. And we want you guys to weigh in also and see who you think won the battle.
0: Okay. All right, let's talk about it. 800 It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club.
0: Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking the baby face Teddy Riley battle last night. They said there was over 4 million people that checked this battle out. Uh, it was very hard to get it in at first. I had to download Google Chrome, then from Google Chrome, log on to my Instagram, and then find it. Um, but once I did that on the Google Chrome, it was clear, no problems. I didn't have problems. I mean, it froze every once in a
2: while, but it was absolutely positively way, 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 way better. That's a game changer for Instagram Live, by the way. If you can watch it on your computer, because then you can mirror it to your TV then, right? Correct. Word. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So what did you guys think of the battle?
1: I thought it was a great matchup between the two of them. First of all, my friends, we have a high school group chat, and they kept on, I had probably like a 100 back and forth text messages while everybody was watching the battle at home so it was really fun for us to have those discussions but it was a tough one it was really really close according to my score scorecard it wasn't a shutout at all
0: nobody said it was a shutout but who did you who did you give it to you had to give it to one person who you giving it to
1: you know what i'm trying to add mine up right now while i'm sitting here because i never added it up i just did it round by round some Um, of them were really hard for me though to decide
2: yeah, I thought it was a battle of two heavyweights, two gods. I thought it was, uh, you know, two brothers who got all in, Infinity Stones. And if I'm being totally objective, because, you know, I'm a Uptown Records, Teddy Riley type of yes. guy. If I'm being totally objective. I don't honest. think anybody won. I'm being honest. I don't think anybody won. I think it was too close to call. And I think with both those brothers, it's a matter of preference. Now, there are four rounds I clearly give babyface. That was uh, round 11, Jay-Z City and mine versus Bobby Brown. Rock with you. Not even close. That's Bobby Brown. Uh, round 15, Deep versus Johnny Gill. My, my, my. Not even close. That's my, my, my. Round 16, uh, Red Light Special. I forgot what song. What song he played on Janet there.
0: Jackson, I Get Lonely. Babyface got yeah. that
2: one. Yeah, I give that to the, the Red Light Special. Michael Did Jackson Jam. Superwoman no, got that. No, no. Round 19, I say I'll make love to you. Boys to Men over Michael Jackson Dangerous. Can't just give Jam over Superwoman like that. People love Jam, especially because they think of the movie Space Jam. Nah, like, that was a, that was a lot, lot of people's record. I'm not just Superwoman. Oh, nah, I didn't really like Jam, but not just Superwoman. I didn't, I, I, jam ain't my favorite record either, but I'm just talking about impact
1: of Damn. record. Jam was
2: a big, but well, well,
1: that's I'm Teddy's not Jam. different record.
0: <laughs> no, superwoman is way, in my opinion. By well, the way, you, don't wanna, you, you and,
1: and again, like you said, it's opinion. You it know is. what I mean. So you can't tell anybody no, that's wrong. It really is just your opinion. Like, what song meant more to you? What song do you think sounds better to you? Bro, because I
2: could easily, I could easily give the first ten rounds to Teddy Riley. If if I'm just if I'm leaning into what I, okay. what my preference is, you can't do that. But Why not? A- SWV right here every, versus Tony. Little Jackson step. Luxor can you we home. talk? I'm ready. Okay. Two occasions. You do? Do you know what he was playing against those records? He played yes. Keith Sweat, "Make It Last Forever." Johnny Kemp just got paid. But Foxy Brown, give "Get Me Home." Guy, Peace of My Love." Riley, I, that's what I said. I think all of these. I think it's too. These rounds are too close to call. I give it a split decision. I don't. Uh, I don't see a. I don't, don't see a clear cut winner now. in this. I think Why? Baby I baby like, even, when, even, when
1: say, even when you guys say "Red Light Special," "Beats," "I Get Lonely." I used to love "I Get Lonely." See what I'm saying? So that's a hard uh, one for me, but I love both those songs. But I get lonely. That was my joint.
0: But even if the majority was tied, the ones that weren't tied was a clear landslide. No. Blackstreet mm-hmm. Deep versus Johnny Gill, my,
2: my My That's a oh, clear mean, okay, landslide. you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yes, something yes, that was yes. a clear landslide.
1: There was only like maybe three.
2: Yeah, but then you can say that you can say that about Johnny Kemp Just Got Paid versus The Whispers Rocksteady. I love The Whispers Rocksteady, but I'll go with Johnny Kemp Just Got Paid. Right Here versus Love Should Have Brought You Home. You wouldn't lean towards Right Here with that one. Make it you're laugh forever me, by Keith Sweat versus Babyface.
1: Soon as I get home, you're making me high versus Rumshaker. How do you even put those against each other? But I that's, would, that's what I'm say, saying. Some of those are tied. I would say rump shaker. Rump Some shaker of those are like,
0: tied, though. Some of those are tied, but the ones that weren't tied, I just give it to Babyface. But let's go to the phone lines, I man. A lot of people on what? the lines. Eight hundred. <laughs> uh, nah, a lot of them was tied, but the ones that weren't, I I land it to Babyface. Well, let's go to the phone lines. I
9: don't think anybody won. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy. Yeah. Show me the guy. What's good? It's Keith from Albany.
2: Keith, what's Peace. up, brother? Keith from Albany.
9: What's happening? What's good with y'all, man? I know we talking about the battle. We talking about the battle, so I want to give my opinion, but something else just happened, man, that I really need help with. Well, we only
2: got time for one thing, sir.
1: <laughs>
9: oh, man. Well, I- I'm stuck in my girl's bedroom right now because the ex-boyfriend is knocking on the window with rocks.
1: Oh, my we gosh. we talking about
9: this battle right now, so yeah, easy, right, easy, on, easy right. call. It was, a landslide. It was tell- a landslide with baby face. We already know this. But hold on, oh what's God. going
1: on? So, what are you going to do? You're going to just stay there and hide? She just went to the gym. I'm wondering if
9: I should go out and fight this dude. Nah,
1: nah, so you, it?
0: it depends how he look. Does he look like he worked out a lot? When's the last <laughs> time you been in the gym? When's the last time you been in the scuffle?
1: Sir, you, man, you are, are self quarantining right, right like now. I'm potato, man. This quarantine got oh, me boy. a little fat uh-uh. right now. He just came home like
2: last year, so him you be, hell, Tell him you got Corona, bro.
1: Don't do it. Tell, it, him it. tell him you got corona.
2: Tell him you got that. corona. Stop coughing, bro. Call up on
1: this fool.
2: Yes, man. Yeah, and tell and him you got run. corona. Cough bro. and run. There's no way you. He Sir. just came home. and You better not mess with him.
1: Sir, you're laying oh on the couch. God. You haven't been working this out or doing anything, and he just right got, right got right home. Out the window. What
2: kind of what kind of Tuesday is this? I need to know why you think Babyface wanted a landslide, though. Landslide. Come on. Why y'all be disrespectful for no reason?
9: Listen, man, Charlotte, You just gotta accept the fate, man. The only person who could beat Baby is Quincy Jones.
2: No, don't.
0: Babyface is in jail right now for, wow. for touching girls. Why, that's the why only you person how, that would be a close battle with Babyface. All Kelly.
2: There's no way you can look at this list and say this is a landslide. Like, that's just stupid. That's just stupid commentary. I wouldn't say landslide, but I say Babyface 1
0: But let's go to the phone lines. 800 585 1051. We'll take your call some more. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: Don't me with that. Call me. Add your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top.
0: Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now if you just joined us, we're talking about the battle last night. Babyface versus Teddy Riley. You know, um, I'm not going to front. It was a great battle. I had a great time last night. But let's go to the phones, see what you guys thought. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this?
5: Adrena.
0: What 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 did you think, think Adrena? It wasn't a landslide,
5: but Teddy Riley
0: took it. You think Teddy Riley took it?
1: Okay, there you go, Teddy Riley. I'm scoring mine right now, so let me see. Definitely. Babyface has the music that makes you want to
5: have a baby, make love. Teddy Riley had the music that you want to make love, you want to get it in, you want to get up and get jamming,
2: and you want to go back and get it in again. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wow. Teddy can do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, Teddy, Teddy's the guy. You need both of them, right? Because Teddy got the records that you listen to in the club and on the way home, but then when you get home, you might throw on some baby face, but you might throw on some Teddy too because you're putting on some Peace of My Love. You're putting on some less chill. You, chill. you definitely are. You're putting on Make It Last Forever.
1: Are there any songs you thought should have been played that didn't get played?
2: Hell yeah. End of the road. Um, T- Teddy's Jam. Um, the, the Keith Sweat joint. Um, I'll give all my love to you.
7: I know also heard and that they were supposed you to do. need me, baby. They was all supposed
2: what?
0: to do 30. Somebody told me they was going to do 30 each. That was going to be like a surprise that they were going to each do 30. I don't know how true that is. So
2: maybe I that don't was a face do. I don't think Babyface got the patience to sit there for 30 songs with Teddy Riley. It, it, this is such a clash of styles. You got a very patient person in Babyface, and you got somebody who clearly has ADD in Teddy Riley. <laughs> like, it's, it's such a, it was such a clash of styles. Like, how do you go to show versus two occasions? Like, you can't score that, man.
0: That's a tie. Let's go to the phones. Hello, who's this? Laren. Hey, Laren. Did Hi, Laren. Did you the
5: battle Good morning Laren. Laren.
2: Did you see the battle? Yeah. Who'd you think won?
5: Babyface by Laren
2: what is this landslide? Now, y'all be, even if you think Babyface won, how, tell me how by a landslide.
5: I mean, Babyface has had a better mood with the music. Teddy Riley had a nice range, but Babyface's mood was better.
2: But okay. when y'all say landslide, that means 15 to 5, 18
1: to 2, yep. 17 to 3. <laughs> See, I'm up to, no, I'm trying to do my score right now, and I have so far Teddy 5, Babyface 3 for the first eight. I'm trying to finish it.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello. Who's this? Hey, what up, daughter's Ace. Hey, what's up, bro? We're at. We're what's talking. Up, Teddy Riley, Babyface. face. Who you think won that battle last night?
8: Man, can I first say I was thoroughly entertained, and I, I'm gonna say it was kind of it was really too close to call. And then they had some, uh, some technology issues trying to get the hashtag pinned and whatnot. So that was that was hilarious. But uh, Teddy Riley, he had a lot of songs that I didn't know he produced, like the show. And uh, you know a couple of other ones But Babyface. He just he was in his bag all night with Dallas. Yeah, yeah, he do. He he was a lot funnier than I thought, man. Babyface. He, he had some comical moments. So it was he really, did. Uh, Very sarcastic.
0: You know, so who would you give it to, brother?
8: Man, I'm gonna say again. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it to Teddy just because I didn't think he had all that in his bag. Like the Michael Jackson uh, connection was real dope when he came with some stuff. But Babyface, I mean, that's, you know he can't really beat him. So, but I'm gonna say Teddy Riley, me personally.
0: Okay, thank you, brother. Hello, who's this?
6: Good morning, it's Kia.
0: Hey, Kia, good morning.
5: Good morning. And who do
0: you think won that battle last night? Babyface, Teddy Riley?
5: Okay, well, first of all, I think we all won just to be mm. able to watch history.
0: Absolutely. Win. You get it back.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yay.
5: <laughs> but technically speaking, if I had to choose, I personally like Babyface catalog better. So okay. I would go with Babyface. And his shade what... is, like, phenomenal.
2: <laughs> and see, that's why I say it's a matter of preference. Like this, I think the, I think the battle was too close to call. I don't think anybody necessarily won. I just think it's a matter of preference. You know what? Too. Thank you for calling. It's also
0: age too. And the reason I say why? age is because you know if your parents weren't playing a lot of these records and you're a little younger, you might not know a lot of the Babyface records. But you, you definitely right. know. You definitely know a lot of the Teddy Riley records.
2: Man, my daddy sniffed mad cocaine to Babyface records. Great. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we could like that was a different era. I mean that, that was a- the Babyface. That was the cleaning music in my house.
1: It is. I just did my scorecard, and I have it at two of the songs were tied, and I have nine for Teddy and nine for Babyface.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that scorecard. Billboard had a good scorecard. Billboard had—I don't know how they got twenty-five songs though. No, they had more than twenty-five. They had like thirteen, ten, two. I'm like, what records are they listening to? My goodness. All right. Well, eight
0: hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking this Babyface Teddy Riley competition battle last night. Uh, who do you think won? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's topic time.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
4: phone, oh, yeah. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Last night was an epic battle, an epic competition. I loved it so much. Baby Face and Teddy Riley. And it, it was just an amazing competition just to hear some of those songs. And I was, I was telling my wife uh, last night when I was watching, I said, it's crazy the people that you grow up listening to and grow up loving that you can actually speak to them. And that's with Teddy Riley. And, you know, we've I've done so much with Teddy Riley in Virginia. It's just amazing to see both of them. And they were both geniuses last night and, and the stuff that yeah. they created and
2: made, you know? And see, the, the thing I don't like about the battle, because I think the battle was too close to call. What I hate is, like, people bringing other antics to judge a battle. I'm talking to my my homegirl Kendra last night, Kendra G, and I'm like, Kendra, what do you thought about it? She was like, Babyface won. I said, why? Because Teddy wouldn't keep still, and he would get up doing Babyface's songs, and his (laughs) sound was messed up, and his Wi-Fi was messed up. What that got to do with the music? Nothing. And I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people look at the memes and all of that stuff like that. I'm just talking about strictly music. That battle's too close to call, man.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
6: What's happening? This is Avery Washington. How you doing?
0: What's up, Avery? Talking to battle last day. Who who would you give it to?
6: Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. After listening to Teddy, I went ahead and downloaded his album, bro.
1: Okay, so Teddy. Which one? Yeah,
6: I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jeez. Teddy.
1: Uh, Teddy got one, a bunch uh, of
6: albums. Uh, it got the word guy written in, in, in color. I don't remember. My, my brother. With I'll fight you with right now. now. I'll, <laughs> I'll <laughs> come through the phone and fight
0: right you. Right you
6: don't, don't, don't you know. want your Uncle Charlotte to come
0: through the phone and fight you? That's the name of the group. It's a history lesson, though. It's a history lesson. How old are huh? you? Say,
6: hey, bro, 47. I'm oh, you should know that, buddy. Hang up on that you man. Hang up on that man.
2: Oh, my 47. oh Come man. 47. Come on, man. It's, I'm the sorry. it's the one that got the name Guy on
1: the colors in the. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's Guy, man.
0: You know, goodness gracious. I
1: think the album was called Guy, also, though.
0: Just Yeah. <laughs> we should have known it was Guy. Right. That's not a Teddy Riley's album but. Let's go to right. another caller. <laughs>
5: Hello,
8: who's this? Javik H- from Mobile, Alabama.
0: Javik, we were talking about this battle last night. Who would you give it to?
8: i give it to Babyface off the rip. Why? Because I'm an R&B cat, man. And Babyface used to help people boy make love. Teddy, too, though. Okay. Teddy got some joints? Well, you ain't never had, his had text in Chief Sweat? Uh, he did.
1: I'm, he has I'm his own, own personal connection.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you, brother. Yep. Hello, who's this? This this. Babe, what's up, bro? We're talking Babyface, Teddy Riley. Who'd you give the win to last night?
6: I gave the win to baby face. Why? Uh, he, he had the best hits.
2: So you got okay. him. Huh? I don't see how people can say that with such confidence. That what? He got the best hits? Like, yeah, just say got- that so Nash and Lolly, like, Teddy wasn't playing hits? I
8: that.
2: Now, see, I would say this,
0: right? That, like, both of them are geniuses. It also is in what records you play. Because there's a lot of records that I don't think Teddy should have played. Like, I don't think he should have right. played the joint with Hove. Um, but, I don't think
2: so either. But, I don't think he should have played Hove. I don't think he should play Black Street Deep. Um, Black Street Deep, no. Especially against my my my, no. Mm-hmm. Like he should have played instead of Black Street Deep. He should have played. Um, don't leave, don't leave yeah, me, na, na, girl. Don't. Yep. Yeah, for Please sure. Stay with yeah, me. me.
0: Tonight? Yeah, you're right. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things. They, they pick their own order on the records they like, you know? So um, both of them have catalogs. Both of them are just great, and it was just great to see the Geniuses, battle. Man. I congratulate both Teddy Riley and Babyface uh, for a long career and all, everything that they've done. Could you just imagine those publishing checks that still come in all the time from Teddy Riley's Michael Jackson to... Everything that babyface does. That's that's just amazing. Can you imagine
2: what type of n- babyface is? That's what that's what really shocked me about this whole battle. Babyface wow. is an old sneaky player. Yes, he right. is. Babyface baby yes. the type to walk he the type to walk up to you in the street and be like, What's up, young man? How your mama doing? Knowing damn well you know how my mama doing because you see her every other night. Yes. All right, I know your type, babyface. Babyface yes, is type like like- your keep your mama's refrigerator
1: full of groceries. I like that. He's very snarky. Very,
2: very man. You hey, listen, little hey, w- hey, I'm telling you, he'll pull out a straight razor on you too. Now he's straight switchblade in that in that burgundy velvet jacket. I'm telling you right now, babyface, the old player who laughs at your young ass because you was in the club buying some young girl drinks all night, and then he pull up in the caddy at the end of the night, and the young girl jump in with him, and he just looks at you and said, "Tell your parents, I said hi, young man," and Yo, drives off. man, he a little babyface. sneaky one, but it was good. It was, it was definitely I I loved it, man. Well, we got
0: rumors on the way, yee. What we talking about?
1: Yes, let's talk about squash and beef. This person has already squashed some beef, and now he's planning to squash a big one.
0: All right, we'll get into that next Keep It Locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Go.
1: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor
4: report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report talk to him. with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
1: Yes, so Timberland and Swizz, after the amazing battle between Babyface and Teddy Riley, the verses that they had last night, they're getting ready for what they think could be the next big battle, and look at who they called on.
2: Dr. Dre, I need him to know that we need him and P. Diddy. We need him. And I'm saying that pay-per-view. We need that pay-per-view for the COVID. Let's mm. bring the two kings in and give back to
1: the people. Diddy and Dre, what do y'all think?
2: I would love to see I mean, that. I mean, yeah, it would be entertaining, but, I mean, you, you'd face the same thing that you would face with, like, Teddy and Babyface. Like, it's such a difference in styles, you know what I mean? Like, Dr. Dre don't have the R&B catalog that that, that, that Diddy has. So what happens when Diddy plays "Total Can't You See, but then Dr. Dre plays Gin and Juice, you know what I mean? But, but then you got Dr. Dre can go from the NWA, Diddy can go to Uptown, but that's leaning more R&B. Then Diddy right. got the Death Row, uh, the, the Aftermath, you know the 50 Cent Eminem, like it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's just like I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird clashing styles. Yeah, but it'd be good though. And I just wonder
0: how they would do it. Is it everything Bad Boy? So does that mean everything under the Bad Boy umbrella, whether he produced it or not, or is it just records he produced? You know it. But I would love to see it if they could figure it out. And, I would love to see and I, that.
2: Yeah, and I think it's evenly matched because you know, I mean, it's well documented that you know both of them they produce by committee. You know, Dr. Dre has a lot of people in the studio with him, whether it's Scott Storch, Mailman, Daz, Diddy has the Hitman, you know? Right. So it, 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 I think that's a, that's a that's a good match, but it just seemed like mm-hmm. such a clash in styles. Like, I don't know, what, what are you doing? Diddy plays Faith Evans and then Dre plays Tupac. Like, whoa, oh, that would be kind of wild, too. See, he's still in trouble. See, you just want to start Why trouble. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, I didn't. I just thought about it when I said it. Wow.
1: Well, okay. So, also, just so you know, they are going to have a ladies edition of Versus coming soon. So, I'm waiting on that because I want to see some women representing. So, I hope that'll happen. And it could be a woman against a man. It don't have to be women against women. But I do want to see that. All right, now. Mary oh J.
2: Blige versus anybody. I bet none of y'all Negroes wanted with Mary J. Blige. How about Mariah that? Carey. Any, Mariah any- Carey. Mariah Carey. Yo, yo, Mariah Mariah cool, but I'm talking about Mary versus any As n- any woman. You got a penis or vagina, step up to Mary. I bet you don't got the b***h.
0: Nobody got that mm-hmm. catalog. Right,
1: Mary, Dwayne, come on now. Dwayne Johnson and Issa Rae are going to be executive producing a scripted backyard <laughs> wrestling series for HBO together. So uh, that could be interesting. It's going to be a half-hour series that centers around the creation of a backyard wrestling league. Sound compelling okay. to you? hmm <laughs> what? It sounds like it could be funny.
2: <laughs> I love Issa, but no.
1: <laughs> All right. And Wiz Khalifa, you know, he put out a new EP for Smoke Day, as y'all know, because yesterday was 420. Hope you guys had an amazing 420 yesterday. So he also did a 20-minute DJ set on Maps Higher Together Sessions from Home live-streamed event as well. So make sure y'all listen to uh, Wiz's new project. Okay. Because nobody better to smoke to than Wiz. And... Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, it looks like they're taking steps to buy the New York Mets. That's really mm, exciting. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so they had emerged as a potential to suitor to purchase that team. Two months ago, the post first reported that, and now it looks like they are taking those steps to make that happen.
2: Wow. Doesn't um JLo art Amazing. doesn't J Lo own a piece of the Dolphins now? Her and Mark Anthony? Or am I tripping?
1: Oh, I'm I don't not sure. know. Yeah, I'm hmm. not sure about that. But, you know, that I think that would make a lot of people want to go to the Mets games too, don't you think?
0: Well, Mets are doing yeah. actually good right now, but, um, I, you know.
1: That's still good marketing. I mean, the MLB absolutely. in general, you know, Wanting to get their marketing up. So I think that would be how amazing did, for
0: the Mets. Hmm? How, how are the Mets doing good right now? Well, they were last year. They were last year because Mets oh. stank it up for you for the last the couple, couple of years. The team is doing years. good now. The team so. is doing pretty good now. The team has a, a, a lot of great players right now, so the team is, is looking good.
1: All right, French Montana is planning to squash his beef with 50 Cent. Now, first, he talked about squashing his beef with Jim Jones.
7: It started because of Max B. You know what I'm saying? Max B being my best friend. And uh, when you have a friend like that, you take on their problems. So... We was reminiscing on times that we ran down on each other. We was reminiscing on times that you know we caught each other slipping. It was just nothing but laughs and and the whole stories.
1: And then he talked to Speedy Mormon from Complex about potentially him and Fifty squashing their beef. This so
7: ain't gonna
3: be in the next cocaine It's happening in about a week or two. And you know, we said we're gonna talk talk about you know talk about what the people want to see. Let's break the internet again.
0: Friends, be honest though. How much of that stuff was real? Versus how, mu- how much of it was you guys just kind of, you know, messing around with each other?
7: I feel like with me and 50, it was when you go watch a wrestling match, when you go watch a boxing match, when you go, it's like, it's competition.
1: Don't you love to see it?
7: I do. I actually
2: do. The reason I love to see it, because all of those guys are violent. And, like, it can lead to violence. I mean yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and the people true. around them, the people around them are violent. So, yes, I do like to see that, because that can go either way. And, uh, and I'd rather see them be peaceful, man. Everybody got time to be
1: beefing? What? Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like Ja Rule and 50 Cent will squash their beef anytime soon. Ja Rule was never going to happen. Kenny Burns, and here's what he said about why they can't do a versus battle.
2: When only really like one was a little bit sideways, but all of the rest of the battle's been, yo, I respect, and that's the way Swiss and them want it. Right. So me and this, you know what that's going to be. I would be tuned only, in like this. You can only deal with him one way, and that's, the, that's why I said it can't be done, because right. you got to talk dirty to that. There's right. no way. I can sit across and we can be casual, cordial, because he won't do it. Right. If he would do it, I'm cool. I don't have a problem with that. First of all, we got to keep reminding people. They fist fought Ja Rule and 50 Cent. There was a stabbing. There, there was, was a shooting. shooting. There was, there was a, a shooting.
1: shooting. Like, they're murder. never
2: <laughs> going to like each other. And they stop trying to make them like each other. This isn't just some typical Instagram beef. These guys shot each other, stabbed each other, fought each other. It's on for life with them. Okay? Just be I would happy love to they see not... that
0: battle though. I would love to just, see them just... go back and forth on that battle though. It would be entertaining so much though. I ain't gonna front. Just
2: be happy they're not fighting each other on site. They was on a plane uh, uh, a couple years ago and nothing happened. Just be happy they're not jumping on each other. Be happy it's just about memes and laughs right now.
1: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
0: I would love to see them go back and forth on IG, though, just for one good time, just no, record for record. Wouldn't. No, you
1: just, would just not go wouldn't. No, just just go
0: back and the talk. It's too I mean, personal.
1: It's too personal. It's nice to see yep. Babyface and Teddy who get along with each other, clearly respect each other. I don't think that would go well.
2: Yeah, you're right. Exactly. They tried to kill each other. Come
0: on, man. But they can't kill each other through the phone. They just got, you know, just be. It don't matter. It's too personal. We're not doing this for your entertainment.
1: We're not doing this for your entertainment, man. All right.
0: All right. All right. All right. Well, who are you giving that donkey to, Charlamagne?
2: Uh, We need uh, George Stephanopoulos from Good Morning America to come to the front of the conversation. We'd like to have a word with him. He's very socially irresponsible, and he's exactly what a bunch of us dread and fear during this COVID-19 global pandemic. We'll talk about it.
0: All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: morning, everybody. It's DJ
0: NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now, Michael Rubin. Welcome back, Woo! sir. Good to be here. Glad would rather see you in person, but good to see everybody on Zoom. The only thing that benefits The Breakfast Club of, of being on quarantine is, you know, we don't have to wear Philly 76ers uh, gear once a week Nobody into the season. Nobody
7: said you
1: didn't, have to. Nobody said have, you didn't have to. I don't have anymore. I don't have none at the house.
7: Right, I I saw you. and I thought right away you were violating the spirit of our agreement. You should be in Sixers merchandise every day. I know <laughs> right away I was giving you a pass because of the, the 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 very unusual and at times. But I I feel I feel taken advantage of, and I expect you guys to be in Sixers merch every day, including you, Angela.
1: I wasn't there when you guys made that deal.
7: Oh, now you weren't there. I, we're a team. Teams team stick together. Like teams stick <laughs> together. So you know. If your team makes a decision, you got to be with them for better or worse times. And you know, you're going to look phenomenal in Sixers game. We're going to get. We're
2: gonna that get... is not true. I saw the uh, the the last dance last night. Scotty, <laughs> Pippen, Scotty Pippen was ready to go, goddammit. Okay? He wasn't <laughs> He wasn't getting paid what he was supposed to. Did you see that last night, Michael Rubin?
7: I didn't watch that. I'm going to watch it I during my workout. I'm excited to watch it. I heard it was spectacular. Everyone was texting me wow. about it. So it seemed, Was it awesome? You hate other teams that much that you can't even watch something in historical context, Michael? I'm going to watch it today. As soon as I go do my workout, I was actually, I was working on the All-In Challenge last night, calling people, pushing like crazy, which I've been doing 20 hours a day, so... All right, good point. Yeah, I
2: saw you you on CNN yesterday with Kevin Hart talking about the All-In Challenge.
7: Yeah, well, you go with Kevin, everything always goes smooth. I called Kevin and said, Kevin, I've got this idea, I want to do this this All-In Challenge where we challenge every athlete, every celebrity, every artist to go All-In with some incredible some incredible experience and have all that, all these items and experiences auctioned off and have all the money go to different charities around, um, you know, feeding people called Kevin called Meek. They were my, really my two first phone calls and Meek said, I love this. I'm donating my uh, Royce Phantom. I was like, Woo pretty cool. And, um, and then Kevin said he's going to make somebody a movie star. So without those two first phone calls, it probably wouldn't be an all in challenge. I see that Royce
1: Phantom current bid is at 320,000 so far. Uh, for the All-In Challenge. And I see the number one so far right now is for 775000 and that is for a uh, game jersey and dinner with Tom Brady and a Tampa Bay home opener. That's a huge deal.
7: It is. And the great thing about what we did with this is a, the original idea was to get each artist, a celebrity, or athlete to take an incredible item, an incredible experience, and us auction off. Then we said the problem with that is we want to get the whole world participating in this, so then we created these sweepstakes where people could just mm-hmm. donate as little as 10 or $25 for the chance to win an incredible experience. So Kevin Hart's movie is an example, um, you donate 10 or $25 for the chance to be in his next movie. You know, everyone, millions of people donating 10 or $25 if they can afford to do that.
0: What was the most surprising thing you've seen somebody give away so far?
7: I'd say the most surprising call, honestly, and they were my first two calls. My most surprising call was me because my original idea was to do it only with athletes. When I called me ten minutes after the idea popped in my head and said, "Hey, what do you think about this idea of doing it with athletes?" He said, "Yeah, but why wouldn't you do it with artists and celebrities? You'd be so much bigger." Right. And I said, it's "A good idea." He said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go on." I said, "Great." And I was they said, "I'm gonna donate a watch or I'm gonna go to someone's house and do a concert." He said, "You know what? I bought this fan. You know, I bought this Rosewood fan two years ago. I'm like, I don't feel like I just like I, I don't feel like it's appropriate to have it anymore. Like I'd rather help feed kids with it." That was probably the most surprising. I think mm-hmm. having Tom Brady's... So, Tom Brady having a $775,000 bid, it shows how much people want to help. It's incredibly valuable, um, the jersey and his shoes from his first game in Tampa Bay, and to go to dinner and work out with him afterward. Um, it's to so many people say they want to help make a difference. Right. I was... I don't know if you guys saw Yo Gotti came up with his tour bus. That was do dope, watch. yeah. So, there's been some pretty incredible things people have done, and I know... People, a lot of people call me and say, here's what I'm doing, what do you think? There's so many amazing things that have already come and so many amazing things more to come. We've already had, like I think, 160 people six days into this have already gone all in. And these are you know, generally A-list you know, celebrities and arts and athletes. So it's been incredible so far, but I think we're maybe 10% of the way into it so far.
2: And where's this wow. money going? Because I saw Kevin put a million dollars. Like yesterday when y'all was on CNN, Kevin was like, look, I got a million dollars on top of what I already gave. Where is this money going exactly?
7: Yeah, it's going to the four leading um, kind of – so first of all, the thought process here was there's so many people that are going hungry from this pandemic, whether it's kids who used to go to school and count on that meal at school, and now they don't have that meal, whether it's the elderly that were counting on meals being dropped off, or to be honest, the tens of millions of people that have recently become unemployed, so 100% of the money received is all going to uh, different food organizations, organizations like World Central Kitchen, um, Feeding America, No Kids Free. So it's the, it's the four leading food organizations. Gotcha. I see you
1: raised over $13 million so far. So that's a pretty amazing thing in just a few days to have raised. Do you have a goal or is it just, okay, when everything's auctioned off, that's it?
7: Yeah, so no, we, we have a bold goal. So I, we were trying to not let the goal get out, but we sent the deck out to people telling them as they were kind of, as we we're getting people excited about going all. And the goal, the goal we put on our deck was $100 million. The largest digital fundraiser ever was $58 million. So our goal is to raise $100 million, and I want to mm. meet or exceed that goal. Um, you know, for me, the great thing is here, you, know, you, you really have the best actors, artists, and athletes in the world coming together to help to feed people. And to me, that's exciting because like we're all kind of joining together.
0: Now, I want to ask you a question. We talked about the Michael Jordan, uh, The Last Dance documentary, and one of the things that everybody's talking about was Scottie Pippen, and the fact that he signed a, a a bad, well, I wouldn't say a bad deal, but a low deal, and, of course, his worth went up. Seven-year deal t- he
1: did. Yeah, if you guys if did a million. deal
0: with a player like that and you knew that his worth was up, do you think it would be smart to renegotiate early because you want that player to feel happy and you want him to be happy where he's playing, or is it one of those things, hey, you signed a contract, you're on your own? At the end
7: of the day, if you want to have the incredible talent, you probably can't pay everyone the maximum that they're worth. So it's really a question if you have people that say, hey, I'm more interested in winning championships that I'm maximizing my contract, and everyone's different, by the way. Some players are going to say, "Hey, look, I really care about the money, and I, and I want to maximize that." And, and they're right for feeling that way. And other people say, "Hey, you know what? I care more about collecting rings." I'd say, it's like, think about as an example, Patrick Mahomes. You know, what he made this past season how much? Less than a million dollars. Okay? Wow, that's not a good example, though, Michael. It's only on his second year. Here's my point: when he when he does when when he re, when he gets his thirty million plus contract per year. The rest of the team's gonna have less money to spend, and that's my point. At the end of the day, you still have a, you still have a cap, so one of the real advantages if you can get to get an incredible rookie who makes a huge difference under a rookie deal. That's helping to make the rest of the team better. But it's you know I think it will be difficult for the Chiefs to be as good. When you have Patrick that's currently making a million dollars, making $30 million plus a year. And that was my
0: point. All right, we got more with Michael Rubin. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Michael Rubin Yee.
1: So, Michael, what would you like, uh, would you like to see happen for the rest of the NBA season as people are trying to figure out where are we going next? Are we going to delay this? Are we going to come back? Are we going to play without an audience? What do you think should happen?
7: Everyone is like, look. This world needs sports back as soon as possible. The country needs sports back as soon as possible, but you just can't do it until you can do it in a way that's safe for the players and their families. And also do it in a way that's safe for fans. So I do think if I had to give you my prediction, I think sports will come back without fans before they come back with fans. I think that's a good thing because I think we're all watching you know, games from 10 years ago And we're excited to watch these games So we're all craving for, for sports in our life So I don't think it's realistic I think right now it's going to be difficult Until there's vaccine To kind of go back to status quo I can tell you uh, one interesting little stat So I looked yesterday So Fanatics started selling licensed masks In the NBA only With all the proceeds going to charity On Friday The amount of people buying these masks We've had 80,000 people buy masks In three days Wow. So I think the new norm between now and when the vaccine comes is half the country, three quarters of the country, is going to be walking around with a mask outside. And so I don't think things are getting back to normal until you have a vaccine. And I think that um, we need sports in our life. So you've got to find a way to get sports back as quickly as you can do it in a safe way. But I think you're trying to tie it to needing to have fans there would, would make it take longer to get sports back.
2: Michael, what about um, what about players? Because I saw C.J. McCollum say that players, he, he said like – a large majority of the NBA is living check to check. What, what would y'all do for players if players were having financial problems?
7: Yeah, so, so, so first, I got to tell you, it's a very, the first thing is, it's a very mixed issue for how players feel. I mean, you hear players in all sports, I except mean, basketball side right now, you hear players in all sports have a very divided opinion of what they want to do. I mean, I've talked to stars in the NFL, stars um, in each of the different leagues, and some people are like, hey, look, I'm anxious, I'm going to get back right away, and others are just like, I don't want to leave my family. And so that's a little bit of a complicated issue to start with because you'd want it to be something where there is a lot of unity and there's not today. Um, as it relates to players, look, you know, because of my ownership in the Sixers, um, the league is always, um, you know, it's best for the league to speak about anything between the what's happening with the league and the, and the, and the, and the players association. Gotcha. And
1: um, I saw what I, I just want to talk about what Drake is giving away, by the way, for the all in challenge. Let's discuss that because that is like a really amazing prize to be able to do all of those things. So, can you break that down, what Drake is offering?
7: Yeah, Drake's is amazing. So, Drake's plane, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen videos of his plane. Is you know, I've been, I've seen a lot of nice planes. His plane is, is pretty spectacular. He's got a 767 that's outfitted in the coolest of ways. And, um, Drake is going to have people, he's going to basically have um, his plane bring you to California, to L.A., to party with him for the weekend. So you're going to get to go on-air Drake. You're going to get to party with him for the weekend. And uh, he's been great about this. As soon as I told him the idea, he's like, I love this. I want to help people. Let me call this something crazy.
2: That's dope. Well, oh, Mike, I love, I love everything you're doing with the All-In Challenge. Yes. I've been seeing you on different outlets, saw you on CNN, MSNBC. I'm looking at you now, and it's one thing bothering me. What's There's that? something behind you that says Pancake learned the alphabet. What the hell is that?
7: Okay, so that's that's very good awareness. My girlfriend is going to be thrilled that you actually picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I she's showing me some in the videos. So first, my friends, um, I have a fr- group of friends that we all banter with each other. So everyone always calls me Pancake because I'm weighing like 200 pounds versus 170. I should. So I've been nicknamed Pancake uh, just as people making fun of me for being out of shape and, and, and pudgy these days. And the true story, and I actually did this once on Instagram. People thought I was drunk and, and and messed up in the head, which I was not at the time, at least. I literally never learned the alphabet. Like I knew it as a kid, and then I forgot. I can't do the alphabet. It's <laughs> so the big joke that goes around. So when people ask me to do the alphabet, I literally I get to like the middle of it, and then I just don't know the rest of it. What do you so, mean? And people,
0: let's let's try this now.
2: Pancake. So you know you do the you're alphabet? telling me you're you're telling me that you're a f***ing billionaire who doesn't know the alphabet? Let's let's try this now.
7: I, hold on on everything I have. I cannot get through the alphabet. And I will do it for you just to demonstrate that anything is possible and you can be as dumb as I am and still be successful.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: Go. I'm going to do it in sign language while you do it.
7: A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, O, Q, R, S,
1: P. Oh, oh my God. He's right.
7: And so I basically, so my girlfriend (laughs) made me fall to make fun of me (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> and also trying to teach the alphabet. Of course, I thought it was cute and I said it out there, but I've never actually um I've never actually studied the book and I'm refusing to learn it now because I think it's a great message that you can actually not know the alphabet, which I truly don't. I did this on I did this on Instagram like when I first went on. My friends were, like sing the alphabet. Everyone always makes fun of because everyone knows I don't know the alphabet. And I'm like, I don't need to learn the new alphabet, you know what I put my mind. It's doing, not a
1: new the alphabet. <laughs> it's not
7: a <the> new alphabet. <laughs> yes.
1: It's not a new alphabet. It's been around.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not like, I mean, uh, listen. When I
1: eight-year-old kid, I was
7: working, and I was like, I was you know, selling stuff and working in my ski shops, and I just like, I got caught up in business, and you know, I, I, I kind of left that part of my life. But I actually think there's a good message there, because you know what? If I can barely make it out of high school, I didn't go to college. I really don't know the alphabet, and there's so many things about my brain that are so screwed up, but, hey, you know, we can come up with an idea like the All-In start started. And you got to use your, your strengths and what you're good at and then put aside what you're bad at and just build a team around you. That's the way I've built my whole life. Your nickname is Pancake? He
1: just explained it.
7: I mean, there are I have a couple friends. By the way, one of the guys I started the All-In Challenge with, so one of my best friends is, is uh, Alan Tish. And, and um, he's actually a person who named me Pancake. We were in Vegas one weekend. And I, like, maybe had a few too many drinks and I passed out. With my pale self and they looked at me and they said I look like a big pancake. And that's why I got nice. named Pancake. And uh-huh. um and now everyone likes it. So it's the pancake got uh, things gone pretty far.
2: Michael, from now on, when I see you with Rappers, that's your nickname. Pancake. Whenever I see you with Meek Mill, Jay-Z, I'm gonna say there go pancake. No, you're not. That's your nickname.
1: I can <laughs> pour some syrup on him. Pancake's definitely the top five things to I respond to.
0: My goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, Michael, we appreciate you for checking in and, and thank you for all that you're doing, bro. We really appreciate you.
7: We do. We yes, really thank appreciate you, Pancake. It. I look forward to being back in the studio with you as soon as we can. Hopefully it's uh sooner than we're all thinking, but I can't wait till we can all be together again.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, it's Michael Rubin, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
4: Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
1: Well, R. Kelly is trying to get out of jail during coronavirus, and at first, prosecutors have says that he has the means to escape the country. He's already made more than $200,000 in royalties just this year, but his lawyers are arguing that he owes almost $2 million to the IRS, so he has no flight risk at all. Now, he does fall into the vulnerable group to contract COVID-19 while behind bars, so according to his lawyers, things have gotten exponentially worse. As a matter of fact, just an hour ago, Bassett put up an exclusive Saying that an inmate tested positive on R. Kelly's jail floor, and right now the facility is in the grips of a serious outbreak. What do y'all think?
2: Um, uh, I think that what R. Kelly has to be looked at as of as a violent sexual predator. I agree. Some people
0: shouldn't. If you're a murderer, if <laughs> you're if you're a, if you're a if you're yeah. violent, and if you're a pedophile, yeah, you 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 gotta sit.
1: Yeah,
2: I can't. I can't. Uh, risk? You think he's a flight risk? Also, nah, I don't think he's a flight risk because I don't think he has the money to, to to be a flight risk. But I'm just saying, it's like yo, at at the end of the day, you're an inmate, and it's a lot of other inmates who are in there for non-violent petty offenses. They should be let go. Absolutely, not not all Kelly. All Kelly's yeah. in. He, yeah, he's in. The, he's in. The, he's in the back of the line. None-
1: non-violent non-sexual offenders. So, I don't know if he fits that bill at all. He definitely doesn't, clearly. No, all right, Mark saying? Wahlberg has hinted at another collaboration with Jordan Brand. He said there may be something else in the pipeline. So, he showed off his own Air Jordan 4 Wahlberg sneakers. They first were made in 2018. They were never sold in stores. He said he only has two pairs left. I wonder how much that's worth.
0: Um, last time I checked they were like 12,000 if I believe. Mm. But I'm glad me and Mark are pretty cool right now. So, Mark, if you're listening, uh, 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 I'm a size 10. Yeah,
1: two 10. pairs left.
2: I'm a size 10.
1: Two
2: I would think that uh, a lot of Jordans will appreciate in value because of this documentary over the next five weeks, right? I would think the stock on Jordans would shoot up, don't you think? Yeah, the only the only bad thing about Jordans, yes, they will, is a lot of the old ones, they fall
0: apart. They turn yellow. So, it with those sneakers, if you hold them for a long time, it's not like basketball not cards or jerseys. It's not worth it. Either you wear them or you sell them fast because they will definitely— And they said you can't uh, keep them
1: in the cardboard box, right? Didn't they say? Yeah, you, I mean you can't keep them keep in the cardboard in the box. box mm-hmm.
0: The yellow that they have, that, that turns it yellow. So, it, 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 it's difficult.
1: All right, now let's discuss TV during this quarantine. So it looks like they're trying to plan a Bachelor in Quarantine spinoff. You know, right now they have either canceled or postponed the Bachelor shows because of coronavirus. But now executives are throwing around the title Bachelor in Quarantine, and they're trying to adapt to the times. And so what would that look like? They said it wouldn't be as simple as just retooling things. They've played around with a few different things like uh, getting some of the cast members in Mexico to film in isolation, like 20 cast members. The problem is that you can't have the crew out there. So right now what they're trying to figure out is people shooting their own content at home if they can't physically be together. So I don't know what those dates would look like. But what I do know is that TLC is planning a show just like that. It's called Find Love Live. It's a new show that they said is going to be on their late night lineup. And it's going to help single people find their future partner from the comfort of their couch. It was scheduled to start earlier this month. And now they're saying it's going to be a remote production starting in May, May 10th. Okay.
3: They're going to
1: get this Mm They'll get this TV money right now. So, all right. And VH1 is launching their new series To Catch a Beautician with Tamar Braxton and Johnny Wright. So they just revealed that's going to premiere Monday, May 25th on VH1 with back-to-back episodes. And Johnny Wright is Michelle Obama's former hairstylist. He'll be on the show with her also. And and it's a 20-episode series. They're going to come to the rescue of clients whose hair has been botched by a beautician from their past. I'll watch that. I don't know if you guys will, but that sounds just interesting. To me. Uh, now, Drake, that tootsie slide is still going and that dance challenge. I don't know if y'all saw the video of the Masaka kids, they're yes. orphans from Uganda. Yep. That was fire. Dancers. Mm -hmm. They killed it. And they posted their own rendition. And then Drake actually shared it on his Instagram story. And it blew up in that manner also. The kids' rendition already was gaining traction on TikTok, on Twitter, and IG. Drake noticed it, reached out, asked if he could post it on his page. And then he did. And the kids were crying tears of joy at that gesture afterward and they spent the next day celebrating and all of that. And they said a lot of people have reached out uh, trying to figure out how they can donate, donate clothes, donate other items. They've gotten hundreds of dollars in donations and they've also gained more than 120,000 Instagram followers. So that's a dope thing. That is dope. All right, and Steven Jackson on his All The Smoke podcast tells a story about leaving his ex fiance at the altar on the day of their wedding. So he's talking about everything that happened, and it has to do with prenups. Now, just to put it into perspective, he wanted to actually have his uh, pastor do the wedding, but she wanted to have the one that she chose, and he had been trying to get her to sign this prenup. She kept saying she would. She kept putting it off, and then here's what happened.
2: My nanny come back in there with a spook look on her face like, she still ain't signed it. I'm like, well, I ain't getting married then. She was like, ho, 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 And so look, so the preacher says, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't make a drastic decision. I think you should just let God handle it. Like me, as a, as a pastor, I don't believe in prenups.
9: Nah, I know why she was fighting for you. You don't believe in prenups. I ain't
2: getting married. As that's going on, Steph Marbury grows crazy. Hell nah. Mike Baby walks, are you serious, Steve? F- out of here. So, wedding off. Wow. First of all, salute to Steven Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes. I love all the Smoke Podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to right now. Um, well, yeah, I feel Steven. You got to go with your gut. You got to go with your instinct. I feel like that business should have been handled way before they got to that point. But if he was trying to handle it, it and she didn't want to handle it and she waited until they got to that point and he had a feeling in his stomach that something wasn't right, I can't be mad at him
1: for that. Yeah, she should have had her lawyer look at it because a prenup is a contract. You can agree to whatever you want and she could have, you know, marked it up however she wanted. They could have negotiated before it happened and then it would have been smooth, but didn't nope. work out. And I can't fault him for that either because if she would have said from the beginning, I'm not signing that, I'm not signing that, they could have been had that conversation.
2: I got to go listen to that podcast because I would like to know how he feels about her now. Mm. Like, does he, does he still love her? Does she still love him? Like, I would love to know... What happened after that situation?
1: All right. And Travis Scott is headlining a Fortnite concert. It's going to take place across several days this week. It's going to be all over the world, kicking off in the Americas on April 23rd. There's so many people on Fortnite who are also fans of Travis Scott. So makes sense. He'll also be debuting a brand new song. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee and that is your Rumor Report.
0: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout out to Revolt. Revolt, we are back on television. So, uh, shout out to you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your requests in. Let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. I got a call a couple of days ago about a brother who's a doctor out in Florida and wanted to talk about some of the things that was going on. So uh, shout to to uh, Donovan, who uh, used to cut my hair back in the day. He put me on the line with him, and we have the brother on the phone lines right now. Dr. Ashby, good morning. Dr. Bernard Ashby, how's it going, brother?
1: Good morning, good morning.
4: How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Peace, King. Peace,
0: King. Now, you ain't even want to yeah, talk because you-, you got a mask on while you talking to us through Zoom, man. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so so basically the reason why I have the mask on is basically I'm, I'm trying to promote my Matthew. So uh, a couple of my friends and myself uh, have the mask on challenge. Essentially, we're just trying to encourage people to, to wear masks. We want to normalize it. So one of the apps that I have from all of you guys is to try to wear your mask, sometimes online, possibly. But basically, it's another opportunity to promote different brands, black businesses, but also... Uh, teach the community to, to wear their masks because we're actually shifting from the lockdown phase to, to normalization and one of the parts of normalization is uh, wearing uh, everyday masks especially if you're in any closed spaces.
2: Yo I just told my homegirl that because we was texting back and forth that is going to be the new normal I don't care how much you believe in God all right. You still got to protect yeah. yourself. Absolutely. And,
1: yes. there's a, and there's a lot exactly. of businesses that won't even let you come inside without a mask on. So I think that is mm-hmm. a, a good policy right now to enforce as well.
4: Yeah. And it's best to look at other countries. I mean, a lot of the countries that have been successful with this virus or who have experienced similar viruses in the past have worn masks. And uh, there's a, a there's quite a few studies. One in particular that shows mask use decreases the spread of the virus by 70%. And with the disproportionate impact of the virus in our communities, we need to take every precaution to decrease uh, the spread of the virus. And mass is just one example of doing that. And it's easy to do. And, and the mask does decrease uh, you receiving the, the infection, does decrease the spread of, of, small, of big droplets, the, the, the smaller, smaller droplets, not so much. And that's what you need the N95 for. But those are really needed for folks like us who are in the medical uh, industry uh, when we're taking care of COVID patients. Now I
0: wanted I wanted to ask about that. Now I understand that we got to protect you guys, right? But now when yeah. we go into to Trader Joe's or Stop and Shop or BJ's or Costco, and you know there's there, there's been cases where people in those places have contracted COVID nineteen. So am I not yeah. supposed to wear one that I know will protect me and wear something that might not protect me? Because you know, like like, so what do you tell those people? Because yeah. people in those places have coronavirus.
4: Listen, man. You know, do what you need to do to protect yourself and your family. That's what I tell people. Now, you know, the hospitals. You know, they, they need to do their, their job and protect us. That's their job. That's not your job. So, so if you can get your hands on N ninety five masks, by all means, do that and and, and let the hospitals and, and the big the big businesses worry about that because you know they fumble the ball and they need to figure that out. And honestly, you know, we are actually getting access to a lot more PPE, but but that's not your problem. Where should we wear
2: the mask? I saw you had. You had yours on just now in the building. Like, do you take them off when you get in the building? Or do you, what do you, when do you wear, just outside?
4: Anytime you're in the building, you should have your mask on. And anytime you're going to be in close proximity with somebody, meaning less than six feet, uh, you should definitely have a mask on.
0: Now, can you reuse these masks? Uh, I know a lot of people say, some people say you can reuse them, and some people say you can't. Can you reuse the masks?
4: Yeah. Yeah, here's the issue. Now, like, basically, those masks are not supposed to be reusable, okay? They're supposed to be really one-time use or, you know, uh, one maybe, scenario use, and you're supposed to dispose of it because the virus particles can get on the mask and actually contaminate it. And so a big reason why folks are not really getting the benefit of the mask is that they then take the mask off, touch the virus, and then, you know, touch other things that still end up with the virus. So essentially the N95 masks are really supposed to be used when you're taking care of sick patients and, and, and you have a gown, gloves on, and then you take everything off and then you just kind of throw it away. And I just want to give a a, a, a particular um, dedication time to, to to glove wearing. There's a lot of people out there wearing gloves. Not a good idea because right. really help, help spread the spread the virus. And and you know a, a lot of folks, you know they, they you know they have their, their gloves on and they're doing things like using their phone and whatnot. And actually the, the 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 gloves spread the virus more efficiently than your hands do. The the virus actually sticks to your hands better. And so if you actually, you know, just wash your hands frequently, that's a better way of avoiding the virus than wearing gloves. The only, only time you should be wearing gloves is if you're taking care of somebody with the virus or doing something specific like, you know, making food. But use a glove, take them off, clean your hands.
2: Right. I'm glad you said that because we've been using gloves to open packages. I put on gloves like I'm going to the ATM machine today. I'm wearing gloves like yeah. you say that's not a good idea.
4: No, nah, not a good idea. It's better just to keep your hands clean. So have, have your purell yes. on, on visit, all right? Uh-huh. And y'all can swag these things out as well, and and you can make your own your own purell at home with some aloe vera and some alcohol. So you know we gotta be you know we gotta use wow. continuity here, and, and this is what I'm trying to communicate to our community, man. Like like uh, one of the things that I've, I've really noticed is that our government, our leadership has failed us, and it's our time to step up and really look out for each other. So you now I'm right. really trying to uh, use this platform to promote the village mentality.
0: What what have you been seeing out in emergency rooms in Florida? How bad has it been? How are people surviving and and what can people do to make sure that their immune system is strong enough to fight this disease?
4: Yes, yeah, thank you. So florida getting hit. Florida is expected to peak uh, sometime in early May. So it's happening here and, and as you I know, as everyone saw, uh, our governor, our leadership let everybody do their thing during spring break and, you know, still go to the clubs and whatnot when the virus is here. And the virus is here way back since the Super Bowl. And you know how many people were here for wow. the Super Bowl. So so that's a whole other issue. But the, the point is that, uh, you know, Florida did not do, do such a good job, and, and that's what we're dealing with now. In terms of uh, what you can do to protect yourself and improve your immunity, I mean, nothing replaces good lifestyle. And, and that's a, a tough thing to ask somebody who's working 95, check to check, you know, raising, raising families. It's, it's easier to, to preach to people and tell them, you know, do better. But, um, you know, anytime you, uh, you know, move your body, you know, exercising is incredibly important. And and watch what you eat, but preserved foods, sugars, carbs, all that stuff. You want to minimize and Eat more fruits and vegetables. And and I just kind of keep it there.
2: Well, Doctor Ashby, I got to push back on you a little bit because, yeah. you know, that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. <laughs> so you talking, you asking Florida to use logic and common sense, Florida, Doctor Ashby. Come on, my brother, you
4: know better than right. that. So, so speaking of Florida, let me rock my my Gator
2: mask. <laughs> you, you look like you look like you're
4: ready to get profiled. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yo, and that, that's a real thing, man. And, and shout out to my boy from Philly, uh, DeMarco. Uh, he, he basically, like, when I was pro- promoting the whole mask, he was, he was like, listen, man, you about to get people shot. Because, you know, like, if they see a black brother rocking one of these masks, like, people are going to, you know, feel a certain way and, and, and want to actually, you know, do something to him. And, and, and that's an example of structural racism, right? That, that's something that I would never have to consider for my normal, everyday patients. Who are living in you know senior citizen communities but when i'm talking to you know young black men black and brown men um they got to worry about things like racial profiling and if they wear a mask people get scared and so that's the real thing but at the end of the day like i had to choose the public health concerns over over the you know the racism of our country but that's the real thing well
2: doc we appreciate you where where do you
4: you, yeah and
2: where do you buy the mask from doc Shout out to your girl. What's the website for the yeah, master you're showing?
4: Man. So Body by Val, you know, you follow on Instagram. You know, she works with Flowrider and uh, did some work with Fubu, but, you know, she, she's giving out a lot of these to, to a lot of doctors, myself included, and uh, she just kind of hooked me up.
0: All right. Well, doctor, Absolutely. thank you for checking in. appreciate it, man, and be safe out there, doc.
1: Yes. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Thank you, Dr. Bernard right. Ashby.
0: All right, well, shout out to Dr. Ashby for joining us. If you want to see the full interview, you can just hit up our YouTube page. All right, when we come back, we have the positive notes, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout out to Michael Rubin for joining us this morning. Also, uh, Dr. Rubin. Ashby for stopping through and uh, just telling us what's going on in Florida and what, what, what we should be doing now, too.
1: I wanted yeah, so to offer, to like... Aspen. We could have somebody come and be a guest host on the Breakfast Club for their auction, but I was like, no one might not bid on that. So,
0: yeah, people would have bid on that. Definitely, I remember I said that about a week ago. We should do somebody co-host on the Breakfast Club. I thought that'd have been dope. I I feel bad
1: if no one bids on it. We got to
2: do like the ten dollar one. Oh, Oh, you know what? Salute to um, salute to Dr. Ashby. I actually posted uh. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of young black doctors, not just doctors, but people in the uh, healthcare workers, they all did the mask on challenge. Right. And my, my my home girl Amber, salute to Amber, South Carolina zone. She's a uh, she's she's studying to be a psychiatrist, and she sent it to me. And I just realized Dr. Ashby started this challenge, mm-hmm. the mask on challenge. Trying I don't know why. people
1: wearing face masks.
2: Yeah, yes. I thought you knew that. I did not know. I, I posted it because my home girl Amber sent it to me. Salute to the homie Amber. With Amber and Dr. Ashby and it's a bunch. Dr. Ebony, Dr. Jude, Julia Carter. It's a bunch of them. It's just it's all bunch black healthcare. Jordan. Yeah, healthcare workers and they all um doing the mask on challenge. So salute to them. They're just trying to uh and I think they said they're trying to they're standing together to end the disparity. That's what they're doing. Yeah, gotcha. and it's, so it's a mask on campaign is an attempt to help reach the younger generation to build awareness and show solidarity in our community by wearing the mask. So salute to all the black healthcare workers uh, participating in that. All right, all right. Well, you got a positive note for us? Absolutely, man. Um, I, I, with this quarantine, this self isolation is probably you know showing you how peaceful your life is when you don't have to be around certain people, places, or things. So I just want to tell you a quote from Albert Einstein: Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution.
6: Breakfast Club, bitches! You are all finished or y'all
9: done?